this is Valerie Aiello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. Alright, just having a relaxing Friday night. So, there are just a couple of things that happened this week that I thought were interesting. Was the Coinbase CEO announced that his company was going to be an a or was, was going to have an apolitical focus so there was going to be only work talked about at the workplace basically fine-tuning everyone's position he basically offered severance packages i guess maybe he rewrote the mission statement or fine-tuned the mission statement i didn't get the the uh, idea that he had changed on the mission statement, or maybe he made it more clear. But um, so basically, he said, We don't advocate for anything beyond the mission. Um, we can all agree that there are problems in the world, but everybody has different solutions to the problem. So that the workplace was going to be a, a refuse from division. So everybody was supposed to be on their same page of making a cryptocurrency, making helping the entire world have access to crypto banking and basically bringing whatever it is that the cryptocurrencies are supposed to do for the world and what the people that do, that work on cryptocurrencies, whatever that mission statement is. That's what they're going to do, and that's what they're going to do at work. And he offered these pretty high severance packages for like a four-month or a six-month severance packages, depending on how long that people have worked at the company. And he kind of just said, life is too short to work at a place you're not excited to be at. So if you are unhappy with the new focus and the kind of strict, policy of when we're at work we talk about work then you can accept a severance package and go find a job that you're more excited about and happy with I felt I think he's probably the first to openly announce to the company that or announce to the world that his company is just going to be focused on work and he worded things I think maybe in a good way maybe in a bad way I'm not sure But I do think that a lot of people, when they go to work, they want to work on work and they don't want to think about politics or or different issues that they're not qualified to fix. You know, there are people that are professionals that work in certain activism spots where if you are maybe somebody that works for a cryptocurrency company, your skills, although you might be passionate, You might not have the professional experience to do certain things that you want to be working on. So I guess it was a problem that some people were spending half their day doing things that weren't really related to the job. And I will link the CEO's letter. So one of the things that he did was he wrote an open letter to, I guess, the whole world to see. Um, He sent a you know, an insider, inside company email, I guess, first, 
And then I think they're, they're a public company, so he probably, or maybe just investors. Then he sent it to the investors for the focus of the mission of the company. And then he just shared it with the whole world because I think he wanted to, let me find his blog post. I'll link his blog post in the description of the show. He's saying, in short, I want Coinbase to be laser focused on achieving its mission because I believe that this is the way we can have the biggest impact on the world. We will do this by playing a playing as a championship team, focus on building and being transparent about what our mission is and isn't. And then his blog post goes on like what it means to play as a championship team. And I mean, it's pretty transparent. You know, the severance package, I think, was a bold move. He has an agreement that what he shared with all the employees of what they won't do and what they will do. We won't debate causes or political candidates internally that are unrelated to work. Okay, expect the company, so Coinbase, to represent our personal beliefs externally. Assume negative intent or not have any, not have each other's back. Take on activism outside of our core mission at work. So I guess there's cryptocurrency activism that they want to be a part of, but maybe not every single issue. And what they will do is fight to get on the same page when we have differences, support each other, and create a team cohesion. Assume positive intent and put the company goals ahead of our teams or individual goals and employees should always feel free to advocate around issues of pay conditions of employment or violations of law for instance hopefully the above sets some clear guidelines and in conclusion he just kind of says these are difficult times I guess it's probably been an issue in the workplace and uh, he says that every CEO he knows is trying to figure out how to lead through this and this was his approach and he was 100% fully transparent and I thought that was very interesting so and another video that I came across this week was a Noah Kagan video that he posted about the business book that took his company so Noah Kagan owns a company called AppSumo and he does these really fun YouTube videos, weekly. Anyway, he said this one book called Maverick, written by Ricardo Semlar, took the advice from that book, took his company from $4 million in revenue to $300 million in revenue. So I decided, I had never heard of Ricardo Semlar, so uh, he has some TED Talks and different things. I put a hold on two of his books, in the library, so both of them are checked out. So I don't know how long it'll take for me to receive them. But usually when there are books that are checked out that I'm curious about and they're not just sitting there collecting dust, usually they're popular books for a reason. So I'm kind of excited about that. And I don't have a book right now because normally I would go, when I go to the library to go in the business section and just pick out random books I it's all about going into the library and kind of being curious about covers and grabbing a stack and then kind of figuring out 
which one I kind of gravitate to once I get home. But that's not an option anymore. So I just, I haven't checked out any books lately since the last one I, I read. I was definitely excited to have something to hold. At the Austin Library, you're not allowed to go inside right now. It's just curbside service. So you, you pull up and you call them that you're there. And then you show them your library card from your car window. And then they hand you a bag of books or they put it in the, in the back seat of your car. So the books that I checked out was the book Maverick, which is the, his success story behind the world's most unusual workplace. So that was intriguing to me. And then his next book is called The Seven Day Weekend. And that totally resonated with me because the more I work, the, the more I achieve, the more I do things. I'm, I don't look forward to the weekend. I actually look forward to Mondays more than I look forward to weekends. But I kind of plan my whole life in a way that even though I'm working and I'm doing things pretty much 24-7, I don't, I kind of always feel like I'm on vacation. You know, I don't have anything planned in my life that is stressful unless it's stressful fun. So the title of a book called Seven Day Weekend was intriguing to me. So he took, so Ricardo Semlar took his company Semco, to um in the 1990s he basically from a four million dollar company to a 212 million dollar company annual revenue the thing that excited me the most about finding out who this guy was was that he likes decentralized offices so his offices, no one has a title to encourage new ideas and to figure out how to be the most productive. And if you're curious about something, not to feel like you can't go and try different things and try different departments and figure out different ways to make everything better. Like I said, he has a lot of TED Talks and a lot of speeches on YouTube. And he says you got to kind of Everyone knows how to go to work and to work hard, but you also have to teach yourself how to learn to go to the movies on a Monday afternoon. He does this big thing that you have, everything that you're doing, you have to ask why you're doing it three times. And then somehow that gets to a point where what you're doing becomes, you streamline what you're doing, I guess, um, to fine tune it to the point where you're, you kind of stop doing things that aren't important and aren't valuable, like meetings that annoy everybody that don't actually bring any value, you know, different things like that. And then he was talking about let he, you have to let go of the past and you have to have courage now to do the things that you want to do. And he talks about you have to give up control, which is like one of the big things that I'm learning right now is giving up control and learning I'm learning a lot right now about going with the flow and doing that instead of trying, trying, trying hard and swimming upstream. That's a whole other show, but I think we've hit 15 minutes. So I'm going to wrap up this one for today. I hope everyone's having a good weekend and thanks for listening. 
Oh, one thing I wanted to mention. So I'm doing the daily show, uh, a daily podcast, and I'm using Anchor to publish the podcast because it's free. I wanted to test out their services. I seems like what they've got going on is a pretty good thing. And they have something where you can turn on ads. So I did click the button to activate sponsorships, but they have to match you with sponsors, I guess. So it's not an immediate thing because I thought maybe it was immediate, but it looks like it's not necessarily an immediate thing. Maybe they they work with placing you with specific sponsors. I don't know. I kind of thought they would just kind of immediately give you a an anchor ad promoting their company while you're using their services. But that doesn't seem to happen. Anyways, I did turn on ads through the podcast. So if you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, but I haven't gotten matched with a sponsor yet. So I don't know how long that takes. And I don't know how annoying it is to have a sponsor and a tiny podcast. We'll see. I'm definitely going to test that out for, I was hoping to test it out for three months and then make a decision whether I wanted to do it or not. But it's not an instant. So it's not an immediate, you sign up to activate sponsors and there's just one to try out. So I will update you when I know more about that. Um, I guess that's the end of the show. And I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music. (laughs) 